And welcome, my friends, to Halfway There. This is the show where we have honest conversations with ordinary Christians about today's Christian experience. I'm your host, Eric Nevins, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today. You can get show notes for this and every single episode of Halfway There at halfwaytherepodcast.com. Thank you so much for downloading and even more for listening. Friends, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes because I don't have a guest. I'm not going to interview anyone else. I'm just going to talk to you about some of what God's been doing in my heart and in my life. And uh, because I think it's significant for this podcast and for where we're going in the future. Um, So today's episode is titled, Why I Quit My Job. And that's because I quit my job and uh, I finally did it. So I wanted to just share with you what God's doing, where I am, and and why, why where I think he might be leading us in the future. Um, so yeah, quitting your job, that's sort of a big deal, sort of a huge, um, I'll talk about risk in a minute, but a huge leap, a huge change in our life. And uh, what, what do you do? You know, the, I'm sure that uh, if you're like most people, uh, the first question that they ask me, it depends, it depends on who you are. If you're an entrepreneur, most entrepreneurs will just go, oh, high five, what are you going to do? And then I explain a little bit what I want to do. And they go, oh, that's great. Keep after it. Just keep doing it. Um, or if you're more of a, a adverse to risk person, then, you know, the first question is, well, how are you going to make money? What are you going to do? And, you know, if you're going to do something around the podcast that you've started, uh, how do you make money from that? So friends, you'll notice that we don't have ads on this show and I'm not even sure if I ever want to do ads. There's a reason for that, but um, which is mostly just, you know, it's I'm, we're sharing other people's stories. It's about the stories. I don't really want to detract from it, but I'll tell you a little bit what I do want to do with that here in a little bit. Um, so yeah, a lot of people, when I tell them that I've quit my job, they want to know what I'm going to do. But I think first we have to know why I quit my job. And so I came up with this list of seven reasons why I had to leave my job. Now I'll tell you guys, I've, I've worked, well, it'll become clear as we go and I'm just going to do it as, as we go. So here's my reasons. Number one, I was not using my gifts and abilities to their fullest. So I work at a financial firm or until today, if you listen to this, the day that it came out on uh, May 7, 2018, that's my last day at this large financial firm. You'd know the name if you, if you saw it. Um, which is not really important, but um, it's just a large financial firm. It's a Fortune 500 company. You guys know what those are like. They are just basically big machines, and they need people to be cogs in their machines. And that's fine. I totally understood that when I got there. But when I first started this company 13 years ago, I never expected to stay there. It was just a job to keep me going through school. So 13 years ago, my family and I moved from Chicago, Illinois, where I had gone to Trinity International University to get my undergrad degree in biblical studies. Um, and then I had gone to seminary a little bit. If you listen to my episode with Phil Gothier on the God Watch podcast, I tell the story. Um, but I, I had started in on seminary there, and just kind of a lot of things happened that um, kind of burned me out. It's kind of the first time I hit the wall experience in my faith where I just the faith didn't make sense. What I was doing didn't make sense. I was spiritually dry. 
And so I just had to say, I got to take a break. I can't keep doing this. I have to go. I have to, st- I have to stop. And that turned out to be three years and two kids. And we, we moved out to Denver. And so I, in that time, I ended up having to go from a really nice security job where I could just uh, read books all day to a, um, a customer service position where I was talking to people all day, which is okay. I could, I could totally do that. Um, but it was hard. You know, you're talking to a hundred people a day. It's, it's challenging. You're sorting through a lot of problems and honestly, they don't pay very well. Well, I was able to use that skill. God used that skill really. And retrospect, I can see that, that the move into a job where I was doing customer service allowed me to be employable when I, when we did move out to Denver and I was able to get a job um, at this financial company. I was on the phones talking to customers. Sometimes they were irate. Sometimes it was challenging. It was emotionally taxing mostly, but I did that. And it actually God used that my company to provide um, a lot like to, you know, like for instance, I'll give you an example. When we were in seminary, we had health insurance. We had, I, I was still putting money into my 401k and uh, a lot of my friends in seminary didn't have those things. They were on uh, whatever the state version of, of healthcare is here with their kids and potentially food stamps. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, that, that's what you, what you do and how you get by. It's fine. Um, especially for a limited period of time in school. I get it. Um, but I, I had a job and it was a, it, it was a big deal. And it, I, but I always thought, Hey, when I get done with this degree, I'm going to leave here and I'm going to go do something in ministry. I always wanted to be a pastor. Um, so yeah, I was gonna, I was going to do that. And in 2009, I graduated after the economy had kind of dropped uh, six months or so before I graduated, um, six to eight months. And so the kinds of positions that I wanted to do just weren't out there. And to be honest, I didn't have a ton of confidence. I wasn't, hadn't done a ton of quote unquote ministry. I'd done some teaching. I'd done some leading um, small groups and things. And I, I got pretty good at facilitating conversations in like Sunday school classes and things, but that was not, you know, how do you put that on a resume? I never did figure that out. Um, and I never did find a place where, where we could go and have a job. And to be honest with you, that was probably the second time I hit the wall and found, um, that I was just kind of angry with God about, Hey, I spent all this time to get another degree and I thought this was what I was supposed to do. What is going on? So anyway, that led to me staying at this financial firm for a long time. And, um, and I'm still there. And so, uh, but what I found over the years, you know, I don't really have a, have a love for financial services. My heart's not in it. And I've kind of come to believe that recently that that actually really matters. If you listen to the conversation with my coach, Tim Morris, uh, it go back in the archives a little bit to the one that came out around Valentine's day. Uh, he, he talks a lot about the heart finding how has God made you? Um, what gifts and talents and abilities has he given you? And uh, you know what? I'm not using them at my company. And so I just had to come to a place where I said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And I did. And I finally did. I finally got there and I said, no, I just, I can't do it. So because I wanted to have my, my gifts, talents and abilities used to their fullest. I mean, I deeply believe, I don't know about you, but I deeply believe that God has made every single person on this planet for something and that they do something really well and that 
they should do it. Now I, I know it's not, I get it that not everybody can do that vocationally for the, for their job. It just doesn't work that way. Sometimes, sometimes you have to do the thing that, uh, that pays the bills in order to do the thing that you really enjoy and want to do. I get that. And you know what? I've been there. I've been doing that for the last nine years. Um, so I understand, but that's the, that's the first reason. Um, the second reason is this made me really unhappy and, uh, it's, you know, it's really hard. It's, it's so tough. If you've ever had a job where you just know this is not the best and highest use of my time, it is so tough. And currently my job, um, or until today was, uh, sitting around and doing things like closing people's accounts, doing things like, uh, you know, just operational things that don't necessarily need to be done by human being or don't even need any, the kind of education that I have to do them. Um, I'm not ungrateful. Don't hear that, but I just wasn't happy. And, and I had to choose to follow my heart. Um, another, another reason, reason number three is where I was, my upward mobility was pretty well capped. So because my heart was not in financial services, um, you know, you can't, you, there's certain licenses that you have to get in order to be a stockbroker. And my company uses those smartly, I think, but you know, I not, I didn't enjoy it because I was on the other side of it, but you, there's certain, um, certifications and licenses that you can, you can get it within the, the brokerage industry that, um, my company uses as sort of a litmus test to see how serious you are about that industry and not my heart, not being in it just kind of kept me from doing that. And, uh, and so I had to, so you know, my, my upward mobility in the company was, was pretty well capped. And, uh, I had this vision by the way, when the, the day that I tendered my resignation two weeks ago, I sat there in my cubicle and I thought all about the reasons that I was going to do this because honestly I was afraid and I was, I was terrified. I mean, I, I, I've been telling people, my friends that I had 10 years of anxiety and fear in one day, like everything that's held me back, all the ideas, all of the uh, fear and shame and sorrow that I've ever had um, came after me with a vengeance on that day. And, um, but this is one thing that I learned, I've learned how to do is, is to kind of coach myself. And so what I said is, uh, I said, well, hold on, the, the road I'm on, but look out ahead of me 20 years. It rises at a 2% incline. That's the, the kind of raises that you get. If you're not going to jump in pay or in uh, like position, you're, not, you're just going to get a normal raise. You're going to get 2% raise. It rises at an incline of 2% per year until I, until I leave here. That's not, that's not the kind of upward mobility that I would like to have in my life and that I think uh, God has called me to. Um, but then I started to go, okay, but over here, if I take this off beaten path off to the side here that leads to the mountain that I want to be on, there's actually quite a bit more opportunity to get there. And so, so I kind of need to do that. Uh, so that was, so, you know, looking at my situation, I was, I decided I wanted to take this other road. That's what I did. Um, all right. Reason number five, why I quit my job. I believe that I am made to create. 
guys, I'll tell you, I've been thinking a lot about um, somewhere in, in junior high, I discovered acting and, uh, and drama in school, I guess it was. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I was ever really that great of an actor, but what I think I realized that I liked about it was that it was creative and that I was actually creative. I, and I always thought, well, I'm not that creative because I'm not an artist because I, I wasn't really that good at art in school or didn't feel like I was anyway. But I, I felt like I, I liked putting on plays or I liked putting on a production or, a you know, the, which thus a podcast, it totally makes sense. Um, and I, you know, where I was, I just couldn't create and I wanted to create. Um, and I want to tell you just a little bit about the kinds of things that I want to create because I'm telling you a lot about me and, and I'm doing that because I just want to share my heart with you. You listen every week and you listen to these podcast episodes that I put out with other people's stories and I ask them to share very vulnerably with us. Uh, so that we can learn from their story. And I'm hopeful that maybe you can learn from my story. Uh, and if you do, if you find this interesting and you want to share it, um, then let me know and go to halfwaytherepodcast.com, hit the contact button up at the top and send me an email and let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. Or if you're on the mailing list, when you go to halfwaytherepodcast.com, you can get on the mailing list there. And I send out an email every day or every week to... Uh, not not every day. Every week I send out an email to everybody on the list to just let them know that there's a new episode. And uh, so if you're on that list, you can go ahead, send a, just hit reply and send send an email back to me. I'd love to hear from you. But see, I believe that, that I'm made to create and that uh, the kinds of things, so I have this really interesting background now because, um, you know, I like, I have the creative side, but I also have a spiritual formation side where I love to help people understand what God's doing in their life. I love to help people understand and, and share um, the, the stories of God's faithfulness throughout their lives. That just means a lot to me. And uh, I want to do more of it. I want to create things for you that will help you in your walk. And so I've, I've come to think of it this way. Um, I help people who are in the messy middle part of the spiritual journey find their way, find their way. And it's not, it's not because there's no, no two journeys are the same. And, but there's, there's proven pathways. There's, there's, there's all kinds of people who've gone before us that we can learn from. And so I want to start sharing some of those people with you as well as uh, some of the, some of the practices and some of the things that I've picked up. I've got a ton of ideas. I want to do some writing I'm going to do some blogging. So you're going to want to get on that mailing list so you can, you can catch those things. Um, all of all that stuff. That's, that's what I want to do. And I want to just start creating some value for you in, in, uh, in your walk, because here's the thing, guys, I, I'm so convicted. I, I love what we do at our church. Like my church, I think we do a great job and we're getting better at helping people be, just know that, Hey, you've got, you've got, uh, room and you've you've you need to do the kind of practices that you need to do for your growth and, and it's not the same for everybody but it does but it does um but there are certain practices that will help you i i just love that um but guys the evangelical church as a whole doesn't think that way and and it seems to me that 
we have a very narrow view of what spiritual maturity looks like. And if I can help you expand your view of what spiritual maturity looks like in, in your life, what your, how to walk a little closer in step with the Holy Spirit. Um, and I'm not claiming to have it all figured out. I gave that up a long time ago. I am not, I am most certainly not the guru. I am not the teacher. That's not what I'm trying to do. But I do want to be the, the person who's on the road with you and says, hey, let's go. You, you can make it through this. Yes, this terrain is hard, but you're going to make it. And here, let's, let's, think, let's meditate on this passage because God has said something to us. He's revealed something about who he is in it. And let's talk about that. So that's what I want to do. Um, and I think, I think more of us are called to create too. I think that it, we, we miss so much if we, if we just don't, um, don't believe that, that we have to, that we should create. Um, anyway, I had felt this tension for a really long time that I just didn't get to, didn't get to create the way that I wanted to. And so I, I want to, I'm taking it out there. I'm going to, I'm going to start out on my own and see what happens as I create and see if I can actually bless you guys and help you on your journey. Uh, reason number five or number, um, yeah, number five is it's not as risky as it seems. And so I mentioned that we come back to this. Uh, a lot of people, some people are like, well, isn't that, that's a big risk. It's a big jump. It's a big leap. Yeah, it, is but you know what this has been coming to my life for a long time. I've been feeling this since for nine years since I got out of school, thinking that uh, I was going to become a pastor, and then just you know for a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. Some of them are me, some of them aren't. Um, it just never happened. But um, but you know the risk. I, I've heard this definition of risk from or a way of evaluating risk from Tim Ferriss. And if you guys don't know Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss is the, uh, he is the, he's the guy behind the four hour work week. And, um, his, his story is really inspirational, but I've heard him say that, uh, risk is, you know, really you measure how long would it, if I, if everything goes South and, you know, I'm, and I'm never able to kind of build a business around what this podcast is trying to do, then that's okay you know, then how long would it take me to get back to where I was? Well, the reality is I could just go out and get another job in financial services or customer service or something like that. I've got plenty of experience at 20 years of experience. Now uh, I could probably go do that and get pr pretty close to where we currently are with no, with no problem. Um, and so I don't actually feel that it's a risk at all. I, I feel like it's a bigger risk to sit in a six by six cell with no locks and no doors feeling like I'm wasting my life away uh, instead of, and not helping the people that I want to help get through those things in the spiritual journey. Um, reason number six. Here's the thing, guys, about your, uh, your walk with God or my walk with God. I really needed to trust God with my talents. I needed to trust him that uh, if I step out in this way, that is quite uncertain. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm going to get one more paycheck and that's it until I can create something that is worth selling to you guys, worth providing to you that you're willing to pay for. That's valuable enough to your, to your walk. Um, 
and that's 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 scary. It's scary, but I needed to trust. I needed to say to God, "Hey, I'm scared, and I would much prefer a um, a long like just a, or just you know to be in a job forever." And yet, but He put these things in my heart that just meant I gotta go. Like I just I have to. I have all these visions. I have all these things that I believe I can do. And they're wasting away. They're being forgotten. They're going away, and I'm getting dull. And I had to say, no, you know what, God? You gave these things to me, and I have to follow them for you, for you. And um, it's weird, man. Like, it's hard. It's a little bit scary. Uh, But it's about trust, and it's about trusting God. So, hey, I want to tell you, by the way, you know, I mentioned, like, just selling selling things, creating things to sell for your spiritual journey. but I, here's what I don't want, ever want to do. I don't ever want to just be about what I sell you. That's not that's not the point. Um, the point is to be about helping pe- helping you through the hardest parts of the spiritual journey, of the Christian journey, of walking with God. Because there are there are some. This whole show is all about. Let's talk about the hard parts of the journey, and the the ones where we don't we had to learn to trust God the hard way. Because I believe they exist, and I also believe that if we, if our testimonies are always only, uh, my life was bad, then I met Jesus, and now my life is good, we haven't done justice to the entire spiritual journey. We haven't done justice to, to what it actually is like. That's why it's honest conversations with ordinary Christians about today's Christian experience, because the whole experience is important. It all matters, and it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Anyway. So I want to create things for those of you who are in those situations that will help you, that will help you go, okay, well, how do I actually listen to God? Nobody nobody ever teaches us that. How do I engage scripture in a way that doesn't just make me feel guilty about what I'm not doing or who I'm not, but that makes me feel the presence of God? And there are ways, guys. There's ways. So there's things that that I want to create uh, like that that will do it and that, that I will ask for. Uh, a financial exchange for, but not because I want you to just make me rich, but because I just, you know, you, you have to, you have to, it's an exchange of value. And, um, I believe that. So, uh, but anyway, I had to, I have to trust God with that. I have to trust God with, uh, with what I, what I believe and, uh, about me and what I believe about is he's made me to create and the people he's, Created me to help. Um, all right. Reason number seven: you only get one life. You you only have one chance at this thing, and this has haunted me for a long time. I think Steve Jobs said uh, something to the effect: "I'll paraphrase that you you know, if you want, you know, do you do you if you were going to die tomorrow, would you want to do what you're about to do today?" This is a question that he asked, and that um, I'll tell you what: for a long time for me. The answer has been no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't go back to to that job. That that uh, like if I if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I wouldn't go back. I just wouldn't. I'd say no. Forget it. It's not worth the time. And that is no way to live, my friends. You only have you only have one life. You only get one shot to honor God with your life, to help as many people as you possibly can. And I just couldn't stand not taking it anymore. I just couldn't. I I, re- I really couldn't. I feel like, even though I know that the time's not wasted, listen, I, I made a lot of friends there. Um, 
And and uh, there's a lot of people. Uh, you know, my team now is full. Uh, there's a bunch of people on my team who are believers, and uh, I think I've encouraged them. I hope so. Um, and they're good people. They're really great people. Um, but it feels to me like if I stayed, it would be a waste. That I wouldn't be doing enough with the life that God's given me. And so I have to strike out. I have to take this right-hand turn and see where the, where God's going to lead me and how we're going to get to that mountain that I can see off in the distance. Um, here's the thing about mountains, guys. You can see the peaks, but you can't see the valleys until you get up on them. And you have to go down in them, and then you go down, and then you go back up. And there may be a few of those between here and there. There may, there may be times when I'm discouraged and I don't know who I'm going to talk to or I don't know what I need to create. I'm going to need some feedback from you and I'm going to ask you for it. And I hope you give it to me. Um, I want to ask you, so with, with all of that in mind, um, so I made this a lot about me, but I really create this program for you. And I cared so deeply about your walk, about the ways that, uh, that the experiences that you're having with the Lord and the ways that, uh, that I can encourage you. So if you would just go out to halfway you can click on uh, right right at the top, right when you get there, there's a form to fill out to hop on the mailing list. And I'd, lo- I'd love for you to do that. Just get on the mailing list. And then as, uh, as time goes by, I'll be t- connecting with you. I'll be trying to see what how I can help you. And uh, I'm going to dedicate myself to creating things that will do that. So, friends, if you have questions or comments, you can always hit me up on Facebook. You can get on the mailing list, like I said. You can always hit that contact button. And I would love to hear from you and talk to you about all of that. So um, I guess that's it. That's my story. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking a big chance, uh, a big, a big, it's a big moment in my life. It feels like it's been a long time coming, um, but it also feels like exactly the right time and exactly the right way. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. So, all right, friends, thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you. This is episode 88, and you um, have been listening for this long, and I, I appreciate you doing that. And I appreciate you telling your friends about this show. It just, this the show spreads, and you know what? We we actually, in March of 2018, we almost hit 10,000 downloads. I can't imagine that. That, that was mind-blowing for me, but it was so cool. It was so cool to hear that, yeah, God is is using this thing and people are finding it and they're enjoying it. I just think that's awesome. And it uh, it gives me a lot of hope and it gives me a lot of joy. Guys, joy. That's what's missing in a six by six cell with no locks and no doors and boring work to do. Joy. So maybe the answer to the question, why did you quit your job, Eric, is joy. I needed joy and I've got it. I've got it in serving you guys. So thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and we'll just, we'll close this out, but uh, I wanted you to know what's going on with me. What's going on in my heart that I'm following the Lord in the ways that I think I need to. And I can't do it alone. Nobody's called to do it alone. I need you. So sign up for the mailing list. We'll see you later guys. Thanks. Thanks.